Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Southern Spectre Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah, and as always with me, here's Lexi. Lexi, how are you? I am good. Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year to you. Uh, Auld Lang Syne. Yes. uh, Yeah, all that good stuff. All that jazz. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a new year. And, uh, you know, with New Year, we get the opportunity to start fresh. We get to kind of reevaluate where we stand in the world and uh, what path we'd like to take going forward. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I would like to let all of you know that me and Lexi have actually decided that we are going to kind of change course on the show a little bit. Not a complete 180, but we are going to, uh, we're actually going to be adding some new topics to the show as the year progresses. We're going to introduce some uh, new themes and uh, things of that nature, uh, different little segments and stuff here. So I hope you guys are excited about it. Yeah, I I know I am. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, Lexi, what about you? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, new year, new us. That's right. New year, new direction. Not one direction, new direction. New direction. New direction. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, like I said, we are going to still come back and visit the paranormal, the strange, uh, the true crime. And, but it'll just be like a variety of different things. You may hear us talk. Uh, you never know what you're going to find here is that that's the great part about it. And, uh, it's almost like a present, like a Christmas present. You never know what you're about to unwrap. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, We don't take ourselves too seriously here on the show. Uh, We are here to, uh, you know, cut a little fool, entertain you guys, entertain each other, and, uh, you know, just have an all-around good time. So that's what we're looking to do. And if we set out to do that and that's something we've accomplished, then I'll be more than happy. So to kick off the new year, uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions, Lexi? I think my New Year's resolution is the same every year. Um, It's been the same for probably 20 years now. Um, I want to quit being fat and (laughs) I want to quit being lazy. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to cut out the soda. I'm going to this. I'm going to that. 2022, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, at least we're both on the same train. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what exercise is, uh, but. I don't either. (laughs) <laughs> but I, you know, I'm going to, I've already made up my mind. Uh, cause you know, they say in a diet and getting fit that, uh, the diet is 80% of the battle. So right. I, I definitely, I think is if you get your mind right, it can happen. Uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. I'm about to start keto again. Uh, this oh, is something me, yeah, no, this is something me and you talked about off yeah. air, but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I actually kind of, uh, started to prime myself for my diet earlier this week. Uh, I kind of started, you know, started laying off on the, on the sweets and, uh, putting down the, the sodas and stuff. Now I am a fan of soda and the first time I actually did keto a few years ago and I, I shed about 40 pounds, like I told you, but the problem is when you do that and you think, Oh, it's okay for me to stop. When you stop, it comes back with a vengeance. Oh so, yeah. Oh yeah. Big and then each time you try to go back on the diet again, it just gets worse. Yes. Keto so, uh, is rough. 
Oh, it is. It's so rough. Um, but I think it's, uh, with my picky appetite and, uh, palate, I think it's the perfect one for me. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I got to go this weekend, stock up on all the good stuff. And you're uh, a carnivore. I am. Uh, uh, when it comes to keto and meat and cheese, uh, now don't come at me, any of you dietitians or, or nutritionists, please. Uh, I, I do understand that keto is mainly uh, healthy fats, then your proteins, then your carbs. Carbs are next to none. Uh, right. I don't do the whole macros thing. Uh, it's just too much yeah. to keep up with. And my life is complicated enough. <laughs> right. I mean, kudos to those people that do that and can figure that out. Um, the for about the eight hours that I tried to do keto a couple of years ago, it, macros were too much for me. I thought, no, I'm gonna at least do what is it, net carbs? I tried yes, to do net, net carbs. carbs, yeah, and that was all I could figure out. Well, I think I'm gonna go back to my total carbs, uh, because that was the one that when I started it, it gave me the most success. It really okay. does limit on what you can put into your body. But with oh, that yeah. being said, it works. It <laughs> so, does work. It's very difficult, but it does work. Yeah, it sucks most most days. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it really does. But uh, once you train your body to do it and like really get into it, it's not so bad until like, you know, the 4th of July rolls around oh, or, know. you know, Halloween and Christmas and all that. It just, yeah. it just goes out the window. Well, good luck. Thank you. Good luck to you. Well, thank you. I haven't yeah. decided what I'm going to do yet. Okay. Okay. So, um, we'll see. Yeah, but we'll have to keep each other encouraged. Yes. I don't think it'll be keto, but I'll, I'm going to try something. Okay. Yeah, whatever it is you decide to go with, I wish you the best at it. Well, thank you. Likewise. That was number one on my resolution list. Oh, you have more? Yeah, I have a list. Oh, that's how, good for you. This is how, this is how new messed year, up. new you. <laughs> new year, new list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Uh, at, hey, you got to gotta give it your all. So yep. uh, the second one is something me and the wife were talking about just the other day. Uh, but we are looking to definitely take a big family vacation this year. Um, yeah, fingers crossed for a cruise. So oh, we'll see awesome. how that goes. But <laughs> yeah, what kind of cruise? Um, we're thinking about doing Bahamas. It's one of the oh, easiest wow. things, and uh, we're going to take the kids and everything. And the kids have never been on a cruise before, so that we thought that would be a great introductory oh, yeah. cruise. Sure, they'll have a good time. Um, I know this is pretty much it's not really a resolution, but it's something I've been looking to do. Uh, for a while now, but I have made plans and an appointment, which will start in April. I will begin my first session for my horror inspired tattoo. Oh, very nice. Yes. Uh, very cool. I got some pretty decent images going with it right now. Okay. Uh, and so, so you know, good. kind of what you're going for. You have, oh yeah. You have it sketched out. You have an idea. Pretty good uh, idea yeah, it, it's going to be a bunch of different images that, you know, kind of come together and compile a a sleeve. Okay. And uh, I've always wanted a sleeve. I currently don't have a sleeve, but uh, definitely been wanting one. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've got some Evil Dead on there, which I really, really love the Evil Dead series. And um, 
got the evil dead i threw in some jason um uh let's see here possibly some scream possibly some michael myers but oh, that yeah. is still up in the air with that You're one right uh, yeah i like the look of the 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 images that that i have picked out but i'm not sure if i want michael myers that, that's just true. the bottom line i mean because if you get him he's gonna be there forever this is true uh another one is uh american werewolf in london Okay. And let's see. So how and long is this going to take? Of, do you think from start uh, to finish? This is going to be this is going to be several sessions. Okay. Yeah. So as of right now, I have three lined up for this year, and because of the uh, the tattoo artist that I have chosen, he's so far he's booked so far out. That the first one will be in April. The next one will be in June. Uh, I want to say, yeah, I think it's June. And then there's another one in July, like the Friday before July 4th. Okay. Um, now, these are not, you know, this is going to be like eight-hour sessions. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So, I'm hoping I don't have to go for a fourth. Uh, the longer oh. I sit in the chair and allow him to do his job, the less I have to sit there. So <laughs> Right. If that makes sense. Yes. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, so you'll have to keep to us up to date yeah. on it and on the progress and put it on TikTok or oh, of Instagram course. or something. Keep yeah, us up get one of those wipe aways where they wipe down. The, you <laughs> right. Know, yeah. 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 Intriguing and, minds. Yeah. Not intriguing. Uh, inquiring minds. Inquiring minds. Yeah, call And finally on my list... Uh, if you've been listening to the show for a time or two and you've listened to, uh, you ever watched any of my TikTok videos, you know, I am a bit of a bourbon lover. I love to collect them. I love to, I love the stories behind them. Uh, I love to share bottles with others. I love to, uh, just, I just think it's a, it's a great community to get into. Uh, but the problem with it is when you get into bourbon, there are a lot of things that become rare over time and over time, you if you've never tried it, you find yourself wanting to try it. Uh, okay. But the problem of it is, is locating it. Oh, And so, cool. yeah. And so I'm actually, uh, I know this is big in the bourbon world. It can be a good thing or it can be controversial. But I'm actually looking for a 10-year bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. Or I'll say this, any bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. Okay. Uh, and the reason, uh, you heard of Pappy? I haven't, but um, I'll be on the lookout for it now. And if I find one, you're the first person I'll I'll advise. Okay, well, <laughs> good luck with that. Okay. <laughs> um, I've been searching. Let's see, I really got into the bourbon, the whole bourbon um, ordeal, probably about four or five years ago, and I have yet to find a bottle of Pappy. And I've been searching since. Um, you have to ask, you have to become familiar with where they're going to be at and so on and so forth. I'll put it this way. There is an actual app that you can download called, I think it's like, where's Pappy or Pappy Finder. Yeah, it's that bad. Okay. So for example, uh, say for any, like a whiskey, uh, a whiskey distillery, like Jack Daniels or Jim Beam, they may put out millions of cases or hundreds of thousands of cases a year. Uh, you know, they mass produce it. But with Pappy, only 7,000 cases goes out each year. Oh, wow. 
So very yeah. limited edition. Very limited edition. Uh, so like I said, it's one of the world's most sought after bourbons. Uh, now you can, I've actually gotten a chance to try it. And the one I okay. tried was a 10 year. Um, I've tried it twice now and it's, it's, I'll be honest with you, it's one of the better bourbons. And huh. I, I was actually blown away by it. But like I said, there's a lot of people out there that say, they say it's trash. They say <laughs> it's no good. It's overrated. So on and so forth. So what kind uh, of, um, premium are we talking for this very rare bourbon? Okay. With bourbon and whiskey, you have what is called a mash bill. Um, All bourbon has to, if it's bourbon, it has to be at least 51% corn in the mash bill. So the mash bill is basically what did you use to create that bourbon? Uh, So you have a majority of them are like, uh, it's corn, of course, 51% corn. And then it goes... uh, down to rye and then it goes on down to uh mostly most of them are barley uh now pappy on the other hand is 51 percent corn but instead of using rye it's still in the recipe it's just not as much as most but they uh bring the wheat percentage up so it's corn wheat then rye or it could be barley um I'm not 100% on why that is, but like I said, 10 years, it stays in a barrel for 10 years. Uh, now, bourbon, uh, all bourbon has to go, it has to be stored, it has to be uh, aged in brand new white oak charred, charred barrels. Um, and then, of course, it's opened, and uh, yeah. Wow. Sounds very finicky. Uh, it can be because just because it, it may say 10 years on it, but uh, I like, for example, say any kind of bourbon. Uh, most bourbon is ready. Uh, I think the minimum on it is two years, uh, but is it, you know, it can, it ranges because just you say, oh, what are you making? You know, if I was bottling or if I was uh, putting away a barrel to, sit in my warehouse for the next five years. Oh, I'm making a five-year bourbon. I can't say that. I can do it, but I can't say that because to get the best possible bourbon out of there, you have to taste it over time. And once that bourbon has fully matured to your liking, then it becomes, uh, that's what, that's the difference. You know what I mean? That's, Mm -hmm. that's the difference. Yeah. I mean, you just not saying everybody doesn't put out a, quality product or the best of their ability but other people you know that's what makes the bourbon world so great it's all a majority of it's all bourbon but the point of it is is that they everybody does things a little bit differently and so you get a different recipe with different bourbons and that's great and you get the different sounds like different you know kind of collector type ones that people the really sought after ones oh yeah mass produced ones oh yeah Definitely. Um, but like I said, it's, it's some of the best bourbon I've tried, in my opinion, on my palate. You know. Okay. Well, if I ever, for any reason, come across it in my <laughs> travels, I'm not counting on it. But if I do, you will right. be the first person to know. Well, well I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> and see, I wanted to lead with, with that about into this, is that, like I said, 
Pappy being what it is, it's uh, one of the world's most sought after bourbons and it's due to the number of awards and accolades it's received over the years. And it actually sits at the center of a true crime story that has now become known as Pappy Gate. And Ooh. yeah, look for a future episode on that. Uh, definitely okay. looking into diving in on that. Thought it was, thought it was pretty good. All right, so Lexi, see, here's the thing, folks. I turned around and I told Lexi just a few days ago, I said, hey, this is what we're talking about. And uh, I flat out lied. <laughs> That's what right, you do. So, but, but before we get into that, hang on. <laughs> All right, so New Year's resolutions aside, uh, did you do anything special over the holidays there, Lexi? You know, I didn't do anything out of the ordinary. We had three holiday gatherings in three days. Uh, we had a little Christmas Eve get together at my house, then went to parents' house the next day and in-laws' house the next day. Um, it was all fun, all great. Great to see everybody. Great food. Um, wonderful time. Uh, church. All, all the great things. But I do have to say I am kind of, I'm okay that it's over with. I'm okay that the it. holidays are done with. But how about you guys? Did y'all do anything super uh, yeah. exciting? We had, you know, gatherings here at, at home and... Um, we actually all went out Christmas night to eat Japanese food. Really? And yeah, okay. we actually, that was, that was great. We, I, I loved it. That was a, it was a restaurant we had never eaten at before. And I would definitely go back. It was great food. And, uh, the most Japanese food that I've ever been served in a sitting. Uh, so yeah, it's expensive though. It was, it, oh, yeah. they, I, we paid for it. I, I promise <laughs> right? you that. But, um, I don't know if I've ever eaten Japanese food. Now that I think about it, I've eaten Chinese what? food. I don't know if I've ever eaten Japanese food. Like the hibachi where they actually cook it in front of you? There's not a whole lot of choices in uh, West Texas. I understand. Now, it I may understand. be out there and I just don't know where to look for right. it. But, but I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. That sounds like a good... I would Christmas highly food. recommend doing so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. It, you get a dinner and you get a show and... Uh, the fried rice and uh, no matter, most of the time, no matter what you choose, uh, steak or chicken or the shrimp or both, then you really can't go wrong with what you ordered. Uh, it's okay. great. It's great. Well, good to know. I'll, I'll put that on my bucket list. Is it kind of like, did we talk in one of the last episodes about how a tradition in Japan, a lot of people on Christmas Day eat KFC? Uh, I don't think we did, <laughs> but that's what I was... Like went uh, backwards was, with it. <laughs> yeah, we were on the way there and they were like, I think it might have been one of my kids. And they were like, well, what? you know, do, do the Japanese people not celebrate Christmas? I said, well, they do, but they their tradition is they go out and get KFC. And I had like <laughs> everybody turn and look at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's real. yeah, it's real. I'm like, you don't know that that's a big deal to do over in Japan. They go out and get like buckets of KFC for Christmas. I, I don't know why, but <laughs> that's what, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with 11 you herbs spices. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's finger looking good. It is finger looking good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, I actually opted for the sushi, uh, which was part of another part of me 
you know, trying to prime my body for right. uh, my my diet coming up. But, uh, you know, you take sushi away or take the rice out of sushi. It's not much left. But uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I think I think I can do it. I think yeah, I can healthier. Do it. it's a little bit healthier yeah. option. I don't think I've ever eaten sushi in my life. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Girl, we got to get you trained up. I know. All you can get around here is pretty much like gas station sushi. And I'm not going to trust uh, Yeah, stay away from that. Now, I will no. say if you have a Publix or let's see, an a Sam's Club. A what? It's like your Piggly, it's like your Piggly Wiggly, but 10 times better. H-E-B. It's H-E-B. Now, what does that I would, stand for? I would, it stands for like Howard E. Butts or something like that. That was the guy's name. I know, I know. That was the guy's name. But now they say it stands for here, everything's better. But I have to say, okay. I, would put, I would put my H-E-B up against your Piggly Wiggly every day. But you guys have Bucky's. Can I tell you a secret? Uh-oh, here it comes. I've never been to a Bucky's in my life. Yeah, it sounds like your resolution list is a lot longer than what you make out. No kidding. And <laughs> no now, sushi, there, <laughs> no hibachi, no, no Bucky's. <laughs> There's not a Bucky's probably within 300 miles of me, so that's why I've never been to a Bucky's. I've passed by them in East Texas. But see, if I, see, I'm the type of person that if I was riding down the road, oh look, a Bucky's. Oh, well, it's on the other side of the road. I don't care. I'm turning around. That's <laughs> that after me. I don't know when I'm going to see another one. <laughs> I know. Uh, my husband went a while back. I can't remember where he was or why he went. And he brought back some stuff. You know, they have all kinds of beef jerkies and things like that. And he brought me a Halloween shirt, a glow-in-the-dark Halloween shirt from Bucky's. Um, but I've never been to one myself. So you're right. Sounds like I just need to uh, make a, a road trip, go to Bucky's, get sushi, get hibachi, start my yeah. new year off right. Yeah, you, you got a lot more to look forward to this year than what you Yes, thinking. I do. <laughs> it's going to be a wild year. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's already starting off wild and it ain't even got here yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, for those of you listening at home, that you're listening after the new year. We're recording last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so happy new year in advance. Terrible. Yeah, happy new year. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, another thing I did over the holidays was, and this is great, but <laughs> me and the wife actually took a date and we went to Savannah, Georgia. Oh, nice. Now this would have been the Saturday before Christmas. Okay. Uh, we've been needing a date. So we went out and we ate sushi. Okay. <laughs> we ate sushi. I really like your sushi. Yeah. We love our sushi. We ate sushi. We, uh, we went to a, a dessert bar and we went to, we, we boarded a trolley. We took a trolley tour of the city to see uh, a majority of their Christmas lights. And I absolutely, cool. we both had a blast. Uh, so yeah, that's what I did. That's how I spent before my Christmas vacation. And uh, was it after? No, it was before Christmas. We actually, me and my kids, we went and go, we went to go see Spider-Man No Way Home. So you and finally got to see it. What did you think? Yes, I, I know you did. Were, you were really itching to see Spider-Man last uh, time. I was. Y'all are going to hate me for this, but uh, if you haven't seen it, number number one, I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Uh, <clears throat> we're not the Kardashians here. And if you hadn't heard about that, Kim Kardashian, actually, I think she tweeted uh, pretty much uh, some spoilers from the movie, and a lot oh, no. of Marvel fans were not happy with her. <laughs> Dang it, Kim. So, uh, yeah. Feel every piece of that one, Kim. Uh 
so long story short, we went and seen it. It was a great movie. It really was. Uh, it just did not live up to my expectations. And the reason being is if you know the plot of the movie, I actually heard what the plot of the movie was about two years ago. And what it, I was, I was upset. And so, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it disappointed me, uh, but it, it's okay. Uh, there's several people upset. out there. I, I was initially, but the more I go back and like see uh, different little scenes from the movie, because a lot of people are recording them in theater, putting them on TikTok, so on and so forth. So if you want, if you don't want it spoiled, stay off of Facebook, stay off of TikTok mm-hmm. uh, and YouTube, because it's going to be there. Uh, and yeah, I, I the more I go back and watch it, the more I. I really, I really, uh, it, it was good. It was a good thing. It was a good thing. I can't say too like, much about it without saying it, you know. Yeah, it but it sounds away, like you but, need to maybe give it a second watch. It oh, I'm definitely chance. down to watch it again. Yeah, okay. definitely. Um, and final thing in our little announcements here that's been running on for 30 minutes now because <laughs> we just love to talk. <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do. Uh, it, like I was explaining to Lexi a little bit earlier, uh, it feels like South Carolina is getting ready to be cut from the rest of the United States. And what I mean by that is uh, since Monday, we uh, the 27th, since Monday the 27th, we have had a uh, pretty much record breaking for us anyway, seven, seven earthquakes, seven, seven, seven earthquakes. Uh, now, the weird part about it, it's all in the same uh, area. Uh, so. Monday alone, we had four earthquakes. Now, this is taking place uh, near a little town by the name of Elgin, South Carolina. Uh, the very first it. one, yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, I, I hear, you know, around here when we have an earthquake, you'll hear people, oh, I felt it. I'm over in Myrtle Beach. Oh, I felt <laughs> it too. I'm up in Greenville. You ain't felt nothing since your ass down. <laughs> like you're lying. I know, right? That's the way I, you know. But anyway, uh, we had a 3.3 magnitude at 2.20 p.m., a 2.5 magnitude at 5.38 p.m., 2.1 at 6.22, and a 1.7 at 10 that night. Uh, oh. Then the fifth one came on Wednesday. Remember, this is all in the same area. So uh-huh. on Wednesday, we had a uh, 2.4. And then earlier today, uh, today is Thursday. So earlier this morning at 7.11, we had another 2.5 and there was an earthquake at the 7-Eleven <laughs> not at the 7-Eleven oh it, that happened okay. at 7-11 this morning my bad my bad <laughs> no you we only have one 7-Eleven here in South Carolina <laughs> the only 7-Eleven um, <laughs> and uh yeah the last one was a 2.3 that occurred at 2:11 p.m. this afternoon so I don't know what's Wild. going on but uh we'll we'll you know we may might see me floating off the coast here before long. Oh no. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Well, see the problem of it is, is where I'm located. It's actually Northwest of me. So if it breaks off, then I, I got to go with it. So oh. if it breaks up up there, then yeah. So well, nice knowing you. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. I don't know if we get, if we get Wi-Fi out there on the, on the, <laughs> island (laughs) if i hear from you i hear from you (laughs) we'll make it work goodness yeah that's crazy i have to seven earthquakes a a couple of a string and some tin cans 
Yeah, make it work. That's right. All right. So, uh, getting down to today's topic, uh, I have a question for you there, Lexi. Okay. But aliens, oh, are they real? <laughs> no, they're not. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. What makes you so sure? I don't know, but I'm sure. You sure? Yeah. You sure, sure? Yeah. Aliens okay, aren't so real, are they? Where, where does your doubt come from? I don't know. Because it's always been there, and I've just always... Because that's my gimmick. I'm like, aliens aren't real. That's all I got. Don't ask me, always, to, prove, don't ask me to prove my point. They're just not real. Always putting somebody down. No, I'm just playing. I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm the, uh, you're the Southern Specter. I'm the Southern Skeptic. <laughs> that's a good one. Mm-hmm. like it. Love it. All right. All right. So long story short, I've done a little bit of research. So when it comes to number of sightings per state, well, South Carolina and Texas both made the top 20 list. Really? Okay. Yeah. Now, Texas, I can believe that because there are aliens in my family seen them. They are real. I forgot. They are real. Oh, so why were you doubting them a second ago? Are well, you just I doubting for- what I- others are saying? Yeah, is that I what forgot. it is, Lex? Yeah, I forgot that, that they are real. I yeah. forgot we have a family reunion every year. <laughs> I know. I That's feel where your they pain. hang out. Trust me. <laughs> well, with that being said, according to Stacker.com, as of August 2021, South Carolina comes in just under the radar pun intended, in the number 20 spot with 1,759 sightings. And and we have our very own UFO Welcome Center. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Have you not seen this? Is it at your house? No, not in my house. Oh. Okay. It's not far from here. Okay. Have it's you been? In a little, uh, I passed by it several times. Uh, I okay. actually never stopped and got out and looked. My kids and wife have, but I, really? I mean, not. yeah. Okay. Um, so it's actually constructed, it's in the town of Bowman, South Carolina, and it's actually constructed of a uh, various junk parts, and it was built by Mr. Jody Pendarvis. So thank you, Jody, for giving South Carolina that roadside attraction. Yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah. So if, if you know where to go, you know, it's it's not hard to find. You can actually see it on Google Maps. Uh, it's not huge or anything. It's just an interesting structure to take a look at. Huh. And on the outside, you'll see it. He's spray painted it on there. It looks like the old style, like something you would see on a roadside attraction out near Area 51. Oh, sure. Cool. Um, In yeah. South Carolina. So, exactly. Well, that's pretty neat. Now, Texas comes in closer to the top. Don't you know it? Texas uh, comes in closer to the top at the number four spot with 3,848 sightings. So in January of 2008, dozens of residents in the small town of Stephenville, Texas, (laughs) reported what appeared to be white lights hovering over Highway 67 in a single arc pattern. The lights then silently maneuvered into vertical parallel lines. Air Force made claims that F-16s were flying in that area around that time. However, eyewitnesses claimed that the lights were far more advanced than any aircraft. Now, just in comparison, as far as numbers goes, 
Coming in at number one, we have California with 10,333 sightings. It also, I know that's a lot. It also boasts itself as the home of the world's largest UFO conference known as Contact in the Desert. Really? Now, to show you the difference in numbers, the number two spot, where do you think number two spot goes to? New Mexico. No. Um, Nevada. No. New York? Nope. Florida. It's Florida. Okay. I should have come up with Florida first. <laughs> All right. So number two spot goes to Florida with only 5,826, which is 4,507 less than California. California so you got a pretty, is the most populous state, though. It That is true. And, uh, you know, wine country. So Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. So... I'm going to tell you before I get started where all this came from. I was listening to a podcast uh, that doesn't need, need to be mentioned for entertainment purposes only. I was listening for this to this podcast. Okay. Uh, Elon Musk was on there. Uh, now, I if you have that was uh, Elon Musk was on there. <laughs> the what only one that about? comes up with Elon Musk's name. <laughs> <laughs> if you type it in yeah. on Spotify. Well, we ain't uh, going to do the research for you. So that's right. So you've, you've been given a mission. Go listen to it. But yeah. anyway, um, I, I started listening to what he had to say. Uh, there were some questions being asked about aliens and uh, Elon said, you know, do you believe aliens are real? Immediately Elon said, no, no, I don't. Number one, there's no evidence. And he said, you know, what, what would happen if, you know, for whatever reason or another, that if tomorrow aliens popped up and said, hey, what's going on? We're the aliens. Uh, what's happening? And he said he would completely accept it, period. Um, <laughs> but he just <laughs> he just said that it, it was just, you know, he just there's no evidence to support it. And so it kind of got my wheels turning in my head. So that's just the inspiration for this this show here. Okay. Um, now, with that being said, uh, the movie Real Men is a 1987 comedy starring Jim Belushi and John Ritter. Now, the premise of this movie is that chemical spill has occurred on Earth in the ocean, and our friendly neighborhood aliens decide they want to help. They offer up two solutions. Number one, we as earthlings can receive uh, what the aliens call the good package or two, the big gun. Now the, the, the good package will actually help clean up the planet. Uh, the big gun will completely destroy it. Yikes. Yeah. So the problem How of it I is, is that movie? <laughs> you've never seen it. No. You should watch it. I, I need to. It sounds like I, I haven't watched. It. I haven't watched it in years, but uh, yeah, okay. it's a pretty decent movie. All right, so the package must be picked up by a CIA agent uh, who is played by Ritter. Now he is the only person on planet Earth that the aliens trust entirely. So the problem with this is that he is at the beginning of the movie. Spoilers for real men from 1987. But oh no, I'm going to plug my ears now. <laughs> but long story short, he he ends up getting shot at the beginning of the movie. No. So John, yeah, he he he's dead. 
And oh. so the, this pre- this presents a problem for the CIA <laughs> who, uh, you know, well, how do we how are we supposed to get the the good package from these aliens uh, if their only contact is dead? So John Belushi, I'm sorry, Jim Belushi, he finds a guy <laughs> that looks identical to this CIA agent who okay. and this normal everyday Joe is John Ritter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so John cool. Ritter got killed at the beginning of the movie and John Ritter comes in to replace his himself. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So in exchange for this package, they only ask for a glass of water in return. So the package, uh, the glass of water has to be delivered by uh, John Ritter because he looks like the CIA agent. So it has to be glass of water. It has to be John Ritter. And they, once the, the water is delivered, the aliens will allow him to make a decision on what package he is to receive from them. So at the, I'm going to cut out a lot of stuff, but at the end of the film, we see a, see that the aliens are human and look exactly like we do, which brings me to my theory about aliens. Okay, your legitimate theory about aliens. Yeah, this is, yeah, I I'm, this is, you know, I feel like when I was writing this down, I don't know if you're a fan of friends, but <laughs> when you I felt like Ross when I was writing this down and how he always said that die hard was his idea and then he was like threatening <laughs> people like, you know, don't make me show you the napkin. Yeah, so <laughs> That's what I felt like when I wrote all this down, I but I was this like This is all me. I started, you know, you, you get something rolling in your head and you piece yeah. connect, you know, you start to connect the dots. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But just all I'm saying is hear me out. You know, this is, okay. I mean, and feel free to chime it. in at any time. Cause I mean, I really do. I want your, I want your honest opinion. Cause if you think I'm, um, Jeremy, when's the last time you took a nap or, uh, you know, anything like that, you know, feel free. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. Late on me. All right, so in recent years, there have been credible stories and eyewitness accounts of UFOs and aliens. Now, more often than not, the spacecraft in which these aliens are venturing usually has a funny shape and weird lights on the exterior of the craft. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. So another common trait between these stories is the speed at which it travels and the bizarre flight patterns in which it maneuvers. So, all right, still with me. Okay. So to understand my theory concerning aliens, we have to first look at Einstein's theory of relativity. What? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, Just stay with me. Stay with me. Just stay with me. Let's go for it. All right, so Einstein's theory of relativity, in short, is his understanding of how gravity affects space and time. That's the long story of it. I mean, that's just that's just that's just pretty much it. So Einstein determined that massive objects tend to warp space and time. Now, this distortion of space and time is called gravity so first let's start with gravity i know i'm, I'm gonna get a I'm, little bit scientific I'm familiar on with it. 
Okay, so I'm just about to get a little bit scientific for you. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking slow to say anyone <laughs> is. Um, I'm just trying to help you grasp it a little bit better. Because okay. if I sped through this, you wouldn't gather anything. No. All right. I probably still won't, but but try. <laughs> We're gonna try. Okay. Try. So first, let's start with gravity, the force of attraction that two objects exert on one another. So the gravitational force tugging between two bodies depends on how massive each one is and how far apart they lie. So even as this at the center of the earth, I'm sorry, even as the center of the earth is pulling you toward it, keeping you firmly lodged on the ground, your center of mass is pulling back at the earth. But the more massive body barely feels the tug from you. Now, and that's because, you know, we as humans, we're a lot in comparison to the earth. We're a lot smaller. Well, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So, yeah, exactly. So Albert Einstein, in his theory of special relativity, determined that the laws of physics are the same for all non-accelerating observers. And he showed that the speed of light within a vacuum is the same no matter the speed at which an observer travels. Um, so whether you're traveling or whether you're non-accelerating, if you're standing still or you're moving, the speed of light is constant. Right. Even in a vacuum. Okay. As a result, he found that space and time were interwoven into a single continuum known as space-time, space-time continuum. Okay. And events that occur at the same time for one observer could occur at different times for another. As he worked out the equations for his general theory of relativity, Einstein realized that massive objects caused a distortion in space and time. Now, imagine setting a large object in the center of a trampoline, such as a bowling ball. The object would press down into the fabric, causing it to dimple. Now, if you then attempt to roll a marble around the edge of the trampoline, the marble will spiral inward toward the body pulled toward the body. It's pulled in much the same way that the gravity of a planet pulls at rocks from space. Are you with me so far? Yes. Okay. Now I'd like to shift course a bit, and we're going to think about the Mandela effect. Oh, God. how does this fit in? I was just now getting used to the idea of gravity. I, I know, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm, I know, I know. I know I'm all over the place. I'm in a thousand and one different directions, but at the end of all this, <laughs> it's all going to come together. I'm here for it. I'm here for okay. it. Okay. Okay. So we all know the Mandela effect but we don't really understand what it is or why it continues to happen. But it is so, real. It is real. I stand beside behind that 100%. Me too. Uh, so when I did the Mandela uh, episode in psychology, the Mandela effect is acquainted to false memories. Basically, we remember things differently, differently from which they happened. Right. Now... My theory, now here it all comes together. We're all breaking this down. My theory is that aliens are in fact 
time travelers. And they have traveled throughout our history, slightly changing things in our past, which would change the way we remember things. Now, how does this occur? I believe that the craft in which they travel has an anti-gravity field around it. Now, how they got that technology or how they developed it, I have no idea. This would exp- this is why that that craft has so many lights on it. In that state with an anti-gravity field. Now, remember what we said about uh, Einstein's theory of relativity. All right, say, for example, like an airplane. If you have an airplane and it takes off from the airport runway, and as soon as it, we have what is called, uh, what is it, drag versus lift, and we have flight. Right. But the problem with that is that that plane is still being affected by gravity. It, it I mean, so uh, mankind, if it's a jet or, uh, you know, commercial airliner, whatever you want to call it, if it's big enough, They have to have a big enough engine on this plane or two engines on this plane to lift it off the ground. But what if you existed in a no gravity field? You wouldn't be affected by it any longer, correct? Right. Okay. So same thing with these aliens. Yeah, we see them. You see these spacecraft and they're flying around. But the problem of it is, is that the reason they move so fast and they're able to maneuver like they do because Einstein said that space and time are are continuum. They're interwoven together. If you take space out of the equation by entering an anti-gravity field, all you have left is time. With that being said, I don't believe that these aircrafts move through space because they're no longer doing that. They're moving through time. Oh. That's why, oh, the, you know, you always hear the, 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 the jet pilot or whoever, the Army, the, the, the Air Force. You know, I know that's come out uh, in the past decade. Someone, uh, they recorded it from their uh, jet saying that, um, you know, we got this unidentified flying objects. And FYI, why I said that UFOs are completely real. UFOs are called unidentified flying <laughs> objects. Right. So if you look up in the sky and you see something traveling across the sky and you don't know what it is, it is it's unidentified. It is a UFO yeah. in this discussion. Yes. UFOs are real. Yes. 100%. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? We don't know. We have seen these people, uh, people on the ground or people in a jet somewhere, no matter where they're at, no matter what the witness stories, they always say it always has bright lights and they always say it moved in a funny pattern or it, it was so fast. I didn't even see it lift off or it, it was like, it moved so fast. It it was gone before in a blink of an eye. That's how fast it traveled or it rose from the ground very quickly. That's because it's not moving through space. It's moving through time. Right. It is literally time traveling. Never thought about it that way. But you that makes welcome. as much Yeah, but it makes <laughs> it makes as much sense or more sense as any of the other theories out there. I agree. You're on, I think you're onto something. I do too. 
If I were uh, to believe in aliens, you still haven't convinced me. But if I were to believe in them, I'd go with your theory. Neil deGrasse Tyson, give me a call. Yep. Check out the Southern Spectre TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> but but I'm serious. I mean, I literally like, I'm like, I, I felt like I, sorry. I felt like I came on to something with this, you know? I was like, did, did I discover something? Like, has anybody ever thought about it this way? I have no idea. I can guarantee you it's that has never crossed my mind. So you're several steps ahead of me. I just, I thought it was rather interesting. I was like, you know what? Let me, let me do some digging. Let me do some research. And so, yeah, I was like, wow, this is, I'm, I'm actually pretty smart. You're pretty smart. <laughs> now, when you were talking about Einstein, blah, blah, blah. It, I know, I know. Those- I went a, probably went a little bit deeper into that area than what I had to, but Long story short, you know, Einstein discovered that speed of light, space-time continuum, Marty McFly, Doc Brown, this is it. (laughs) Aliens. (laughs) Are you a Twilight Zone watcher? Uh, Gosh, I actually remember the Twilight Zone, the movie. I actually like the movie. I never actually sat down and watched the show. I'm sure I have. Um, I know I have before at one time or another, but to, you know. Hey, perfect time. No, I can't say I think, I'm a huge fan or anything. Right. I think that they play, I don't know if you have cable, but the Sci-Fi Network used to in the past. I don't know if they still do. They would show a Twilight Zone marathon on New Year's Day. So Ooh. that might be the perfect time for you to get in on it. But there was an episode called To Serve Man. Okay. And it was aliens, of course. And um, these aliens come to Earth and everybody's kind of scared of them at first. But then they're awesome. You know, they're curing diseases. They're you know, ending famines. They're, they're awesome. And then they invite a big group of earthlings to go up and see them. And, you know, they, I don't remember some, at some point they have this manual um, to serve man, you know, and they're trying to serve earth and whatever. Well, then one guy, long story short, figures out that to serve man is a cookbook. And that's why they're, they've come. Oh my word. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just got that. All the earthlings back. Oh no! Kind of, yeah, it's a cook, and they're like, "It's a cookbook." Anyway, I didn't explain that very well, but if you're going to watch any Twilight Zone episodes, watch that one to serve man. Sweet, makes perfect sense now to mm-hmm. serve man. Wow, that to is crazy. And um, now, speaking of which, I think this is on uh, Amazon Prime, uh, but there is a documentary that, if you would like to know more about UFOs and uh, the events and things that one uh, individual has encountered uh, while they worked at Area 51 is... Is it Bob Lazar? It is Bob Lazar. Okay. You should watch it. (laughs) I need to watch it. I remember seeing him on stuff in the 90s. Oh, wow. See, I never... I I don't know. See, that doesn't make local news out here. <laughs> really? Well, I don't. Yeah. Well, I was into weird stuff when I was a kid. You know, uh, I think we talked about that show, Sightings. You and I did. Yeah, in yeah. The previous we episode. Did. I think he was on that. I don't know if he was ever on Unsolved Mysteries, but for some reason, I knew a lot about Bob Lazar as a kid about how he supposedly worked at Area Fifty One and whatever. And apparently, he's still around. Talking he's about still around, stuff. but according to this documentary, like he's getting threatening phone calls, and I mean, it is. Yeah, that's is been bad. happening for years, supposedly. I'm just telling you, I it. Not saying it made me a believer in aliens, but 
I mean, like I said, and this is the way I feel about ghosts. Who am I to tell you that you didn't see what you think you saw? That's true. That is true. I mean, an unidentified flying object. That is correct. Uh, But the problem with what he saw was he swore he saw he swore up and down. He saw aliens themselves. Wow. But far different than my aliens uh now i believe uh i would like to think that they are that they do look human and the reason being is because uh who's to say because this would make perfect sense if they are time travelers they are from the future and which means that they are beyond our present time and that they have went out or you know whatever year it is just take a pick a year 2075 mm-hmm. or 2175 they go back in time and they not saying they went back and intentionally uh messed with curious george and he no longer has a tail or <laughs> that he intention that they intentionally uh went back and now instead of jiffy peanut butter it's just jiff uh, they didn't, and they hit all the Shazam DVDs or VHS tapes. <laughs> that movie is very popular in the future, if you don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's very popular in the future because apparently yes. it doesn't exist in our past. So there you go. But in that space-time continuum, but the Shazam crazy is a part big about, thing. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. In the future, when we get to the year 2175 and they, uh, you know, somebody's going to come across a vault somewhere much like Joe Olstein's church in the wall. They're going to, they're going to all the money somebody had hid in the wall there. They're going to turn around and they're going to find a bunch of Shazam VHS tapes. <laughs> I hope they do. <laughs> I hope they do. Uh, because there is an actual video of the gentleman who played Shazam. Is it Shaquille O'Neal? See, you wanted to say Shaquille. No, it's uh, Sinbad. Yeah, Sinbad. I just couldn't think of his name. Yeah. No, uh, Shaquille O'Neal was in Kazam, right? Uh, yes, Kazam. Yes, Kazam. Okay. Yes. And see, I believe that Shazam, I remember this movie. I remember it. But he, I've actually seen a video where he has come out and talked about it. And he claims that he said, you wouldn't believe what it took between my publicists and the U.S. government for us to get rid of that movie. What? He's just playing into it now. He has to. He probably is. But. Which I love it. But how can so many people be wrong? Is it Mandela effect combined with, what would you call it? Not cult mentality, but monkey see monkey do you know one person says that and you're like oh yeah you know manufactured memories let's let's look at it this way if it is time travel and they go back before shazam was ever made i don't know according to doc brown that would create an alternate universe but i see i i don't know but see if you go by uh avengers endgame talking of time travel then you remain on the same timeline so I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. Uh, I don't know. Somehow or another, I swear that movie is out there somewhere. Somebody's <laughs> got a darn copy of it. I think it's real too. And I always have thought it was real. Same yeah, with just, Ed McMahon and Publishers Clearinghouse. 
Absolutely. Yeah, we've been over this. I've seen video of him taking the freaking check to the old lady. <laughs> On Super Bowl Sunday, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. This is flipping stupid. The <laughs> effect is it's weird, man. It is messing. See, that's the thing. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's CERN, so on and so forth. But I tried to connect uh, the finding of the Higgs boson particle or the God particle into my theory. But I'll be honest with you, I'm not as smart as what I thought I was because I didn't understand a damn thing when I got to reading on that one. <laughs> and, you know, the only reason I know I'm even familiar with half of the stuff you're talking about is because I watched the Big Bang Theory. That's the only reason why uh, I know any of these terms you're bringing up. Well, the only reason I knew about uh, Einstein's theory of relativity is because I watched Young Einstein with Yahoo Serious when I was a kid. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Just for future reference, folks, uh, I have not sitting up here drinking a Mountain Dew gingerbread snapped. It's Mountain Dew with a blast of artificial gingerbread flavor. It's nasty. Stay away from it. <laughs> Do they sell that, or did you make yeah. it? No, it's it's real. It's it, the gingerbread can. Mountain Dew. Yeah, ginger. It's called gingerbread snapped, and snapped is spelled S N A P D. No apostrophe D. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's snapped ask apostrophe something. D. What's that? Why did you think that would be good? Because it was Christmas. Okay. Do you drink that? Uh, what is it? The spiced cranberry sprite too. Uh, no. Okay. Nay, nay. Okay. No. I'll go for the bold ginger ale, though. What's different about it? Uh, it's stronger than regular ginger ale. <laughs> oh, oh, it's bold ginger ale. Okay. Yeah, it's bolder. Okay. It, can you uh, only can drink it around the holidays? Uh, no. It's just, oh. it's great. It's great to drink with bourbon. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know they <laughs> sold a bold ginger ale. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. It, uh, that one is uh, is it, I think it's Canada Dry. The only time I drink ginger ale is when I'm on a plane or in a casino. Oh, really? Which unfortunately, those times are too few and far between. Yeah, I need to be on a plane to a casino too. That'd be great. <laughs> Lose all my money. Yeah. Hey, I did it but, a month ago. I'll do it again in another month. There you go. Watch and me which do brings it. Me, <laughs> brings me to another good movie, The Hangover. Oh, I love The Hangover. I was just yeah, talking was, to somebody about The Hangover yesterday. Really? I was just yeah. singing the, uh, I had the song stuck in my head uh, yesterday that he sings after uh, when they're trying to poison Tyson's tiger. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> my husband I, has that on his phone and it'll randomly <laughs> play on his playlist sometime. And we'll all I, sing uh, along. What was it? Oh, I know what it was. My wife gave our, both of our cats uh, baths yesterday. Oh, and, how'd that go? Yeah. Oh, it went fine. They, they love a good bath. So uh, now one of them is like, you know, half outdoor, half indoor cat. And so right. uh, we try to give him a, a bath every now and again. And uh, but anyway, it, it, it helps them both out. They smell prettier and they, uh, they they're so good about themselves. Yeah, they, they they just they were both napping on the bed in peace, not bothering each other or not Aww. bothering anyway. And so I went in there and I started I was like, what do tigers dream of? <laughs> Take <laughs> a little tiger snooze. Do they dream of mauling zebras? Very inner cat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, a pretty stuffy. Put you back gosh. to Tyson in your cozy tiger bed. <laughs> then we're going to find out. 
<laughs> that's, that's the best song. I love I'm it. I'm telling you. Um, I was when the second one came out. I was like, I don't know how I feel about Allentown, but uh, you know, really ripping off the boss at that point. So yeah, you know, and I was talking to somebody about the Hangover yesterday, and we were talking about how, um, you know, the first one was awesome, and two and three kind of. I don't want to say they ruined the franchise, but they didn't it, do it any favors. And I was also talking about how I loved The Hangover. I just thought it was so funny. And I thought that my parents would love it, too. They didn't. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> they thought it was obscene. <laughs> they thought it was obscene. They thought it was absurd. And they're listening. So I'm sorry I gave you that horrible movie recommendation of The Hangover. It'd be all right. Uh, uh, be all right. I, another one that me and the wife love uh, in the past few years is Mike and Dave have uh, need wedding dates. If you've never seen that, I, I haven't seen. I know what you're talking about, though, but I haven't ever watched it. Uh, I highly recommend seeing it. It has a high rewatchability, uh, and we we quote it all the time, and it's 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 great. You always <laughs> so need a good great. quotable movie. Yes, Lord, you need a good quotable movie. Oh my gosh, I'm oh getting my, yeah, on we, YouTube or not YouTube, Google real quick. There's a movie. On, I think it was on Amazon that, oh, it's called The Selling. Did you ever watch that? Like S-A-L-I-N-G? S-E-L-L-I-N-G. No. The synopsis of it is, a real estate agent, too honest for his own good, attempts to sell a haunted house before its inhabitants ruin his life. Really? If you have not watched it, you need to watch it. It's hilarious. It's funny, funny? Yes, it's funny. And I mean, it's okay. not scary. Like, oh, I got you. It, it would be suitable for kids, probably. I don't know. Oh, it, okay. You know, it's it's a fairly clean movie from what I remember. Um, but it, you know, it has some spooky stuff, but it's all fun. It's a really funny movie called The Selling. So if you get a chance, The Selling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. There was another movie you made me think of there for a second. I think it was High Spirits uh, with uh, Steve Gutenberg and Daryl Hannah and. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo and uh, what's the guy's name? Liam Neeson. He was in that I haven't movie. seen yeah. that one. Yeah, is it a, it's, it's a, an old movie. It has to be. It's, it's an older movie, but uh, what it is is uh, there's this castle that is legit haunted over in, uh, I think it's Scotland. England or Scotland one. And uh, so there are some residents that hang around there um, and they help keep the place tidy or whatever. So long story short, it's going under. I think it's supposed to be like a a, a castle. It's supposed to do tours. And uh, it was supposed to be like a bit of a hotel or bed and breakfast type place. And uh, it wasn't doing very good. So they marketed it as we're haunted. Come on in or whatever. <laughs> and so anyway, this didn't take too kind with the actual spirits. Okay. And yeah. And so throughout the movie, there are. the best way I can describe it is I consider it like clue, but with ghosts and yeah, it's it's got some funny moments in it. Uh, I thought it was a, for the, for its time, it's got some really cool uh, effects to it as well. Uh, What's her name? Jennifer Tilly. She's in it. Uh, Peter O'Toole. uh, Daryl Hannah. Yeah. It's a, it's a big movie. I'm trying to think. Um, High spirits. Another, yeah, high spirits. Okay. Steve Gutenberg, Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, I'm just trying to think of everybody else who was in it. But uh, yeah, I, I recommend it. It was a good movie from the 80s. So yeah. 
go check that out if you haven't. I will. Have we already talked about that show Ghosts on CBS? Uh, I think we did uh, because I'm not sure if we have like in detail, but there is a show. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Have you uh, watched it yet? I started watching it on HBO, but I think I got the British version, and it's okay. Not watch the American. <laughs> yeah, watch the American version. I've I've noticed with stuff. You know, I a huge fan of The Office. I can't oh God, watch yes. the British Office. I British humor just isn't my thing. But watch the American version of Ghosts. I don't remember if it's on HBO or it may be on Peacock. I don't, or even I think maybe Paramount. I don't remember, but it's good. I really like it. It's an easy show to watch. It's not anything that's gonna, you know, blow your mind, blow your socks off. But it's a it's a cute show. I think it's worth watching. It's one of those easy, you know, we'll watch an episode when we're having lunch or whatever. It's cute, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, that's my theory on aliens. I hope I didn't lose anybody. I hope it, uh, you, you understand it a little bit better. I mean, not saying what I'm saying is truth, but, uh, yeah, it's just something that got my wheels turning on everything. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, I'd like to think I'm correct. It, it, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, when you when you put fact in, in there with it, then that, uh, you know, it kind of makes it a little bit more believable. Um, but I on the same hand. patent your idea. <laughs> patent it <laughs> or whatever lay which some brings, kind of claim on it which brings me back to young Einstein uh, when he was trying to patent his theory of relativity yeah. he went to the patent office and in the movie he said uh, "He said, oh, I'm sorry sir he said you'll need a patent and he said he said, well it's all in my head and he said what shall we do then sir patent your head <laughs> <laughs> there you go Give that a uh, shot. <laughs> but yeah, I used to love that movie. I, I think it got pretty well reviews here in the uh, in the states. But uh, yeah, it was a good movie. I still watch it every now and again from time to time. My wife thinks I'm crazy when I watch stuff like that. But <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this is a childhood memory. Yeah, and because uh, I remember he was a big thing to do on Nickelodeon. But anyway, that's all for another show. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I. If I were to believe in aliens, which I don't know if I do or if I don't, yeah. your your theory, you know, holds water. I can believe it as much as I would believe any other theory. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's interesting to uh, sit around and, and kind of discuss that kind of stuff. You know, stuff that comes to your head at 3 a.m. that, you, you know, keeps you up the rest of the morning. And you're like, you know, where did that come from? You know, but yeah, yeah. I, I find that those kind of conversations pretty Pretty interesting, pretty intriguing. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I know uh, it may not be what you hoped it would be, but uh, like I said, we're going to get into more uh, different topics going forward in the new year. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it because I, I think it's going to be great. Uh, like I said, uh, yeah, we're still going to be the Southern Inspector. Uh, we're still going to come back to our roots and uh, we'll do that more often than not. Uh, but on the same hand, we're just kind of mixing some, throwing some other stuff out there to discuss. And uh, I hope you guys will be here with us through the journey in through 2022. So uh, guys, that's going to wrap up today's show. Lexi, any final thoughts? Just happy new year. Be safe. Um, don't drink and drive. Have a great time and stay. I was trying to think of something, stay something spooky. Stay, um, Stay 2022 spooky. I don't know, but stay spooky, stay <laughs> safe. Um, and we look forward to uh, talking to you in the new year. Absolutely. Uh, stay, stay six foot distance away from me, spooky. <laughs> yeah. 
I kind of like stay sausage swipey spooky from last episode, but just stay spooky. However you see fit. Yeah. However, however you need to stay stay that way. You guys stay that way. Um, But yeah, we 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 enjoy this, and uh, I hope you guys do too. So, uh, without any further ado, we're going to go ahead and and sign off. And uh, guys, take care, take care of each other, and until next time, we've been your hosts.